The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. We have some news. Kyrie Irving, Brandon, you're going you're gonna to like this. Traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Look, the Brooklyn Nets have traded Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris to the Dallas Mavericks for Dorian Finney-Smith, former Net Spencer Dinwiddie, an unprotected 2029 first-round pick, and a second round oh and two second round picks i'm sorry in 2027 and 2029 now there was some talk earlier this afternoon the trade was not official yet the nets allegedly reportedly by Woj, were looking for a third team to possibly go ahead and um get in their get into the trade basically so they were looking to make it a three-way trade they had their eyes allegedly on players like pascal siakam Fred Van Fleet and OG Adenobi out of Toronto. Ultimately, they were not able to make that happen. Um, and the trade was finalized with Dallas later this afternoon. Now, Kyrie did tweet out some love for the Nets fans and said, thank you, Nets world fans. That's what they call themselves. And supporters for the love on and off the court. I will forever be grateful. I got to live out my dream as a kid. And it will always be love from me and my family. Now, for those of you who don't know, Kyrie is from Jersey. So he obviously was a New Jersey Nets fan growing up. So he did get to play for the new version of that franchise. Now, LeBron was tweeting through his emotions since the trade went down. LeBron James, he was tweeting through his emotions. Um, Now, if you recall... There was talk about the Lakers making a push for Kyrie, which would reunite former Cavs teammates, and they did not get the deal done. Now, it was reported that Palinka did not make a move for the Lakers. Now, some other people are saying that the Nets were just asking for just everything but the kitchen sink, basically, for Kyrie Irving, knowing the Lakers would not take the bait, ultimately sabotaging the trade. It also is reported that Joe Tsai um, was not interested in trading Kyrie Irving to his preferred destination. So it's a little bit of a pettiness going on there from Joe Tsai. But LeBron, you know, did tweet, maybe it's me after the trade went down. So he's tweeting through his emotions. But he also had a exclusive interview with ESPN that aired later this afternoon. And he spoke on the Lakers not getting Kyrie. Listen to this. Well, definitely disappointed. I can't sit here and say I'm not disappointed on not being able to land such a talent. But 
someone that I had great chemistry with and know I got great chemistry with on the floor that can help you win, um, you know, championships in my, in my mind, right. in my eyes. Um, but my focus is shifted now. Um, my focus is shifted back to where it should be. And that's this, that's this club now and what we have in the locker room. That's and guys, a quick pivot, it's, LeBron. It's a quick pivot. Quick pivot. It don't take me long. It don't take me long. I don't, I don't get too excited um, about the possibilities of things that can be. I, I, I kind of envision myself on what it can, but I don't, I don't invest it all the way into until I know it's happening. And, and when it does not happen, I, I'm, I'm back locked in on the job at hand. So, um, you know, we had an opportunity. I th- our, our names was out there. The Lakers' name was out there. We had an opportunity. Didn't happen. We move on and we, we, we uh, finish the season strong, try to, try to get a bid into the postseason where I feel um, if we go in healthy and we compete with anybody. Now, LeBron knows the number one rule to happiness. You know what that is, Brandon? is you don't, if you don't expect things, you can't get disappointed. So he's basically saying in so many words, yeah, I saw it, but I didn't get my hopes up because once that disappointment, yeah, right. it, it was easier for the pill to swallow. But a lot of people, as they normally do when trades go down, are debating who won the trade, who didn't win the trade, who's more likely to go ahead and see more success. Um so I'll start with you. First of all, how are you feeling about Kyrie in Dallas? I know that, you know, you're sad as a quote unquote Nets fan. So, yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Well, I'm actually in, uh, excuse me, Soho right now at Bang Bang Tattoos, getting my head tattooed. So I'm literally uh, 10 minutes away from the Barclays Center. You know, I hit up a few guys on the team, asked for uh, one ticket to come watch them tonight. Um Ben didn't come through. Some of my guys didn't come through. So I'm I'm stuck here, right? Like I wanted to go celebrate with our team right now. You know why I wanted to celebrate, Ashley? It's because no now idea. we can because we can move forward now. We can move forward. Okay. Is it a sad day for us? Absolutely. When you think about what it could have been mm-hmm. with James Harden and Kyrie, or hell, just Kyrie and KD this year. Like he started playing some of his best ball over the last. 15 games. This was a contending team. I'm not going to go on the rant right now, but I'm disappointed, but I'm also excited that we can move forward and uh, figure out a way to make something happen before the trade deadline on Thursday. Um, LeBron James. LeBron James is a, is a damn lie. He, he, he's lying right now. Uh, he know he's hurt. And this is going to sting for a long time. When's the last time we saw Le- we've seen LeBron James go on ESPN and do a an interview? Usually he goes on the shop when no, he wants to he, speak. Well, he his did mind. an interview on ESPN maybe like two weeks ago. Come on, that was because he was what? Because he, he broke a record. He, no, he didn't break the record yet. He was he was just sitting. No, down but he passed one of the guys. He passed one. Yeah, of the guys. but he was also talking about reaching the Kareem um, record. Correct. This is yes, yes. So he's forty points so, away. So you're going to see LeBron on this little media tour, but basically he's doing things that he's never done before. And this whole Kyrie thing, like he's hurt and he's sending a message to the Lakers organization. I think this is bigger than what uh, he's that, that, that he's a legend. Uh, That's what they're doing right now. LeBron James, uh, AD, AD is a part of that whole, uh, this whole scandal, 
right? LeBron James should be like fighting for number six right now. He should be fighting to tie MJ. So Le- Le- LeBron James is hot. And I don't know why I didn't get my LeBron James sound bite. LeBron James. LeBron but I should have gotten that. LeBron but um, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm disappointed not only for the, the Nets fans, but I'm also disappointed for LeBron, man, because this dude works his ass off to put himself in position to contend. He knows without a Kyrie, he's not a contender. You can't take. Tell me he thinks, oh, now I'm going to shift my focus to this organization. No, bro. When the last time we heard LeBron James talk about, well, I'm just fighting to, to get in the playoffs. What? You're trying to be what? The, a playing team, LeBron? That's what we doing? Come on, Ashley. I will say this. I think that this is one of those situations where I don't think anybody necessarily won, at least not immediately. I think that Dallas won in terms of offense, um, but I don't think they won in terms of defense. And I don't think the return on offense is going to be as immediate as people think. It's it's very, very there's only a short window of time left in the regular season for Luca and Kyrie to kind of figure out who is going to do what on that team. Um who is going to go ahead and be, um, you know, the primary ball handler. Kyrie is not somebody who's like a Steph Curry who can just kind of run and shoot. He's somebody who needs to kind of get his feet set and then Bet. go ahead and pull up a shot. So it's going to be Bet. interesting to see how Luca adjusts his game as someone who likes to have the ball in his hand very often to go ahead and adhere to Kyrie's style of play. That's on the Dallas side. Although I do think Dallas will be in a better position more immediately than I think Brooklyn will be. I think Brooklyn's going to have a plethora of different problems. I think this is a team that went into this season as probably top three in the East to go ahead and make a stab at the finals or at least Eastern Conference finals. I think right now, not, you know, we'll dive into the trade deadline because that can change Bet. things. But right now, currently constructed, this team is a first round exit. Bet. Just, it is. Now, let's bet. Now, hold on. If Are you a betting a, woman? Are you a no, betting woman? I do not. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a better. But I will bet. say this, let's though. Let's just have fun. I will say this, though. If they make a move by the trade deadline, and when I say a move, a substantial one, where I'm talking, you get size, you get offense, you get defense, by that um February 9th deadline then you can start looking at the nets and that roster and saying okay is there enough to make something out of the disaster that we have just kind of seen ourselves through but I think right now yeah you get Dinwiddie you have uh Dorian Finney and Smith who will give you defensive effort so that's great I just think that the two of them are going to have to score roughly 20 points a night or around 17 points a night on average, to make up for the offense that Kyrie Irving gave you. For all the headache that Kyrie comes with as a person, he's he average one hell of a basketball player. He's average. Well, let's round that to 30. I was rounding it to 30. So we'll Okay, no, you're good. You're good. You're, so, good. you're good. He's an incredible basketball player. We've never seen a skill set quite like his. So it's going to be hard to replace that, and it's going to be even harder to duplicate that in some, in some sense. So you're going to either need another guy on that roster – to step up their points per game, or you're going to need your two ac- your two new acquisitions to go ahead and give you at least half each to equal the whole of Kyrie Irving. Or 
We look. You just, for Feb- you're we overthinking look for Feb- this. No, we look for February 9th and we see if some more pieces are moved to get a player of a Kyrie points per game caliber, maybe you're not a skill set, points per game caliber, and then the Nets may be in a different situation. Right now, I this is not a team that comes out of the first round. Right now. Right now. Well, well, well listen, uh, when you have Kevin Durant, you could you potentially – he will be back, though. So is he not going to be back soon? Come on now. Come on now. Call Kevin and ask him. Say, Kevin, will you be back before next month? And if he's going Kev- to say yes. Kevin Durant is a, is a hooper, right? So, of course, he's going to be back. He's not, a guy, he's not a guy who sits on the bench because he didn't get his way. He's going to go ahead and put the work in. So, yes, he's going to be there. Is he going to rush back? from his injury as he would have if Kyrie was still there and they had an opportunity to go ahead and make some real noise. I don't know. Would you? Yeah. Hoopers are different. Hoopers are soft. Um, you know, these injuries that these hoopers deal no, with. He's not, he's not soft. I didn't mean by that. I meant he's a hooper. He loves to hoop. Like that's his thing. I know, but I know, I know, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is you asked me what he would, would he rush back? At like football players, we're back in five fucking or ten days. Excuse my language, serious XM Pandora Stitcher. But no, man, like football players, we're back so fast, and and he's been out a month. So like, who? That's why I said Hoopers are soft, and it's not just KD. It's all basketball players. Um, look, I think when you have KD Ashley, it is hard. I do, I do see them making it out of the first round because you have him. Remember. He almost made it to the freaking finals by himself. He was a toenail. And you know, he got some big old toenails. He was a toenail away from actually taking a team where they needed to be without James Harden or a, or a Kyrie, right? So he can get it done. He's that dynamic. He's that special. Now, the other thing that you talked about that I want to push back on is the Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving absolutely makes the Dallas Maverick special because you talked well, about you talk yeah but you said well it's going to be tough because it is because they play they play two different styles of basketball that you're gonna go that have to you listen, have to work through the kinks in order to make that work as a unit that's why not because they're not talented okay but let's say this right and, and I think we both can agree on this you know one thing we can't take away from Kyrie Mm-hmm. is that he's one of the smartest, brightest basketball players. Maybe in the, in this generation. When I, when, I, when I say basketball players, I mean IQ. Like he understands the game from a different level. He's a coach on there right now. His approach could be different, and not everyone may not respect it, but he's that smart. So when it comes to Kyrie Irving, and this is what LT said on our episode that just dropped on YouTube today, right? He looked at me. He said, Brandon, you need to do your homework. Because I we were debating. We were debating who's the best defensive player. And I said, Aaron Donald can play all positions. And he said, you need to do your research. You need to get in the locker room because I play everything and I coach. Right? That's what LT said. So, Ashley, you need to do your homework. So, I'm going to take that line, that sound bite from LT. And throw I know it to you're you. not trying to school me on basketball, right? Yes, exactly what I'm doing. You need oh, to do okay. your homework. You need to do your homework. Why? Because Kyrie, when he was on season three, he said mm-hmm. he was the one that adapted to KD and James Harden. 
right? Like, it's, it's, hold, hold on, hold on. Let me right, just a little five okay. seconds. I'll go throw ahead. it to you. Go ahead. go ahead. He said he was the one that 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 you know subscribed to this new way of basketball. So you don't think he'll do that with Luca? And you don't think he's gonna come in there right away and be dynamic because what he's trying to get what the money, the bag. So I think that they're gonna immediately hit it off and be dynamic. I don't think I'm I'm not saying that they would they're not going to be dynamic. I'm saying to really be successful when you talk about Western Conference Finals, when you talk about championships, that's not gonna happen overnight. And you can't even really use James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and uh um Kevin Durant as an example because that chemistry was really never worked out completely because they didn't really play that long together and there were issues with that as well so like that's not a great example because we don't really know what that team would have looked like if they flushed through all the kinks and there were kinks when the three of them were on the floor together as expected that's a new team you don't just chemistry doesn't just fall off the wall like you have to develop it I'm not saying that Kyrie and Luca won't have magic I'm not going to say that they're not even going to give defenders hell. I'm simply saying they play two different styles of basketball that contradict each other if you don't find the sweet spot of coexistence. So Luca is somebody who has the ball in his hand a lot. That's why he freaking scores 16 Ashley. points. Like it's like a reg- like it's 20. Ashley. Like he's the primary ball handler. That's what he does. Ashley, where, where are you from? Where are you from? What do you mean? Where am I from? Where are you I'm from? New York. I'm so confused. What are you saying to me right now? From New York. Some would say that it's a. Uh, excuse the change of my audio, but some would say that it's a, the basketball mecca, right? It is the basketball mecca. Okay, it is even better. Makes my point even stronger. Okay, so when you talk about New York, what do New York basketball players do the best outside of dribble? Let me answer it for you. Yeah, well, yes. They put the ball in the basket. That is basketball. That's everything. So what are you talking about? The style style of basketball. That matters, though, Brandon. Luca, Luca, and and freaking Kyrie Irving. They both going to put the ball in the basket. The same thing I was saying with KD. The same thing I was saying with KD and Kyrie. Katie and Same Kyrie, thing. They're both going to average. They're both going to average twenty five plus but they buckets play, tonight. It's not the same thing though. Luca is not Kevin Durant. They play different styles of basketball. There is no. There's a reason why Luca has so many points on oh at, on any given night is because he has the ball in his hand most of the time. And again, can they learn to share the ball? Yeah, but Luca's also somebody who on a freaking twenty fourth. 24 second clock will dribble the ball down until like five before he makes a shot. Kyrie is Ashley. not a spot up shooter like that. He needs more time to get into a rhythm. Ashley. He, so Did, was this not the same? Ashley, Ashley. Game. Ashley, was this not the same conversation that all you uh, NBA experts were saying and basketball experts were saying when James Harden and Kyrie no, and, and KD came together? Everybody was saying this was a science the only thing, the only people, The only thing that people were concerned about with James Harden and Kyrie is that they both like to have the ball in their hand a lot, but it had nothing to do. James Harden can release that basketball. And no, we didn't. No, 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 no. Hold on. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. He Don't was not doing that. He was not doing that in, in Houston like that. Because he, he was, was the primary ball handler. He didn't have to. He so but my, point, my point, my point is, my, my point is that James Harden didn't have a resume 
to show that he can defer, right? When he was the guy, like he was the third choice when it was when he was with the OKC Thunder. But once he got to Houston, there was no history of him deferring. So all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it was the same conversation that we we're having. And then James Harden came in and deferred. Uh, Kyrie Irving came in and said, you know what, I'll play off the ball. KD didn't have to change much. He was KD, but it was the same story. It was the same story. All y'all, all y'all uh, NBA experts were saying the same thing. I think I I'm think just saying, what, what do I know? What do I know? I'm just a football guy. What do I, I know? think? We're, I think we're saying different things. But listen, if you want to say we something, to, if you want to say something to us, call in at 888-623-3646. That's 888-MAD-DOG-6. If you want to go ahead and chime in on this conversation and be the tiebreaker between me and Brandon, because I think we're saying two drastically different things. But listen, I can understand his emotions are involved in this conversation because he's a quote unquote Nets fan <laughs> and he just lost Kyrie Irving. And he his dreams of winning okay. a final once again are slipping between his fingertips. And I get it. It's sad. You know, it's I get it. And I yours it. and yours is a Knicks fan. But you know what? The Knicks jokes don't hurt me because I've been bred to deal with pain. <laughs> Okay. They don't just like the cowboy jokes don't hurt my feelings. I was bred for this life. It's been my Let life me ask you a question. entire existence. Sure. If you had to switch teams, no. basketball, NBA, and NFL, who would it be? If I had to, if I had if to, if you had to, my head, it, it, I have to. The Knicks is kicked out of the NBA. The I Cowboys kicked out of the NFL. Be, I would probably either be. A Heat fan because we live here and I have a lot of friends on that team, so I feel like it'd be easy to root for them. Or a Warriors fan because Steph Curry is my favorite player in the league. Or outside of Kevin Durant, Steph Curry is my next favorite player. So okay, all right now and NFL. Football? Shoot, damn, who would I? No one in the NFC East. That's for damn sure. Oh um, my goodness, what? I'd probably be a Chiefs fan. No, I'd be a Bengals fan. I like Joey B, but I I might be a Chiefs fan too. It depends. Not Broncos? Um, Because you know they got Russell Wilson, Coach Payton. No. You saw Coach Payton's uh, introductory. I saw, but I wouldn't be – it wouldn't be enough for me to be a Broncos fan. It'd probably be Chiefs or it would be the Bengals. And then basketball would be the Warriors or it would be the Heat. I took another L in football, Brandon. It was sad because Sean Payton, as you know, is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. And as you also know, I was gunning for him to replace – Big Mike, but I'm stuck with Big Mike and Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are now a couple. So congratulations to the happy couple. I hope it's a terrible marriage. But listen, this is what Sean Payton had to say on Wilson's personal QB coach being in the building. Listen to this. That's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here. Our players will be here and that'll be it. Interesting. Listen, Wilson's quarterback coach, Jake Heaps, as well as other support personnel um, with the quarterback have been in the building. But as you just heard, um, Sean Payton made it very clear that is not how he runs things. So you think there's going to be some contention between the two? Absolutely not. Listen, I'm not going to hide this, that I I know Russell Wilson. and And at times I talk to him and this is what I would say about Russell Wilson. He is ecstatic to be working with Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. And I remember back in the day, a couple of years ago, 
when he was in the Seattle thing was coming to an end mm-hmm. and um, you know, what, right when it came to an end um, we looked at like, what could be the next move? And for me, I, I stood on the table. I was like, bro, get to new Orleans. Cause remember I was playing for the Seattle Seahawks and then I was cut by them right before the trade deadline. They tried to trade me to the uh, new England Patriots to play tight end and it didn't happen. And then I went to the Saints. I had my last cup of tea there. And I was like, yo, bro, you'll fit in perfectly here. So I've spoken to Russell about Sean Payton before yeah. when he was going through his process and how much I love playing for Payton, although it was uh, a short stint. And he is ecstatic about playing with Sean Payton. Sean Payton answering the question the way he did is why Russell Wilson is going to freaking thrive in his program, why Russell Wilson is excited to play for him, right? But let's also not get it twisted as, you know, on this side of things, uh, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady had Alex G. Remember, he had Alex G had a whole, hell, the Crafts built a whole facility for uh, Tom Brady's team. Let's not get that twisted. And also, folks, let me tell you this. Little old me, Brandon Marshall, when I used to walk in the Chicago Bears facility, when I used to walk in the Jets and the Giants facility, I had my people too. Really? I'm gonna tell you what? Come on. This goes, this is a this is a universal thing. They're trying to make this out to be a Russell Wilson thing. It's not a Russell Wilson thing. Sometimes, okay. man, like your team is better than their team. And I'm not saying this to be true. I'm not saying this is true for the, the Denver Broncos because I played in the Denver Broncos uh, uh, organization. Great people. They spare no expense in making sure they take care of their players. But Russell Wilson, I mean, he's, he said it in an interview two years ago. He's invested over a million dollars a year on his team. This dude works his ass off. So if you have a guy like me, little old me, you know, bringing in my own guys. Why wouldn't you think Russell Wilson would be able to bring in his own guys, right? But I, but, but I think this is going to be a great um, partnership, right? Sean Payton's coming in, great. Love Sean Payton, played for him. Mm-hmm. Love him. I can text him to this day. But one thing I do know is uh, Sean Payton when it took this, went and took this job if Russell Wilson wasn't there. So Sean Payton can come in. All, he's supposed to say that, Ashley. He's supposed to act like that. If he doesn't, then he ain't going to gain no respect from the organization. So think, but that's what I'm saying. So, but Russell's obviously not. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed to have his guy in the building because you can't say that as a head coach and then renege on your word. It That's fine. Russell Wilson, all only thing when listen, you walk around Russell, Russell Wilson's house, all he got is wind around his house. That's it. And his baby's his name is Win. Win. His son is named Win. That's all he cares Win about. Wilson. Win you, that's, Wilson. That's all, that's all he cares about. If Sean Payton comes in and he has the blueprint to winning, Russell Wilson do whatever it takes. Russell Wilson will jump out of the damn uh, airplane with Sean Payton if he says this is this is what it takes to win your second Super Bowl. I am athlete tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I am athlete tonight with a five star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.